there's a movie that you never seen The map is some ninjas or a crazy death machine There'll be smiles, there'll be tears You won't watch a movie for about 8 billion years It's time for death by video Time for death by video And now the show will begin Hey, hey. I'm Graham I'm Kit and we're here with a special episode of Death by Video. We just got out of... We, we've been doing some field work, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We've actually been seeing the hard stuff, seeing the new stuff, just trying to get the indie films under our belt to see what's hot, to see what's new. Yeah, so we saw this new underground, super indie uh, film called Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it stars a hot young upcomer known as James Carey and uh, this guy, Jim Morrison? James Marston, that's I, it. I spent the entire film thinking it was Chris Pratt. That's <laughs> So how do we feel about Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, here's what I, I went in with extremely low expectations, and I will give it maybe two and a half stars. You know what? It wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't a horrible waste of time. I did feel the middle drag, so, so for a good portion of the movie, it, it is, is a road long. trip. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be 70 minutes. Oh, yeah, 70 minutes, and there needs to be more Sonic stuff, because it's, it's set in our world, quote-unquote, where Sonic has arrived as a space alien. The coolest parts of the movie is where Sonic can move so fast that literally time stops. They needed more of that. Yeah, and they have him, like, driving across the country in a, uh, in a pickup truck for a lot of the movie. They needed more of that and more of Jim's Car- Jim's? James, James Carey, who is having the most fun in this movie, and the most fun I've seen him have for mm-hmm. quite some time. Yeah, it's, it's like people forgot. Like, you can just cast Jim Carey as a comedic presence, and it works. Yep, he's, he's good. He's the best part of this movie. Oh, for sure. Um, I thought, I think it's Ben Schwartz does the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. He played um, Jean-Paul Raphael on uh, Parks and Rec, if you remember that character. Yeah, that's correct. I believe that's correct. He's also known as Poor Man's Paul Rudd, I think. Or no, Poor Man's the other guy. Who's the other guy that was on, um, on Parks correct. and Rec? Yeah. I'd say Poor Man's Andy Samberg is what I would say, but you're thinking Aziz Ansari? No, 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 no. The, the guy that wound up with... Um, Chris Pratt? No, not Chris Pratt. <laughs> That's James Morrison, who Kit thought was Chris Pratt for the I whole movie. I really did. Folks, I thought it was him the entire film. Yeah, anyways, uh, we're, we're about to get on the subway. People are already staring at us. But, uh, but yeah, so the, the plot in Loose is that Sonic is a space hedgehog who travels through the dimensions with now, rings. I am not familiar with the video games. I've played, I've played a few of them in my, my time. few levels, beat a few levels, but never beat a game. The plot of Sonic was the Hedgehog... Was he always a space hedgehog? No. No, no, he was not. He was just a regular hedgehog who could run fast. Um, but, uh... So... It's our lovely TTC matron. Um, but what was I going to say? I feel that, um... In this film, they toned down his attitude, because like, the big thing about Sonic was that he had attitude, not like that yeah. wimp Mario. He has attitude. He uses, um, like, I don't know, online slang, Shepard sort of. A little dated, because the, the makers of this film aren't that hip, I don't think. But uh. Well, the makers of the film are actually podcasters themselves. They hold the, host the podcast, The Greatest Movies Never Made, or Best Movies Never Made, which is about films that uh, almost came through. So they actually, in the lead-up to this film, did a, did a three-part series on 
Super Mario movies that never got made, which were all before the one that we actually saw coming out. A lot of the, like, one was actually had a script written by the screenwriter of Rain Man. Oh, I, who's that? I forget his name, but he, but apparently, like, every movie he writes features himself connecting with an autistic, or features a main male protagonist connecting with an autistic person. Is, is he autistic, the screenwriter, or on the spectrum? No, and that's offensive that you asked. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the loose plot is like uh, Sonic winds up on Earth. He spends 10 years hiding in the town of Green Hill Yeah, Hills. it's either stay in that hill, uh, stay in Green Hills or go to the land of toadstools, which he does not want to go to, which I guess is a little reference to... Samaria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to move over here now. Um, yeah, let's not go there. Yeah. And I didn't want them to make a full reference to Mario, but I did want like a faint Italian accent coming out of one of the portals. Yeah, out of the mushroom that portal. Been, that would have been the mushroom funny. kingdom, yeah. But I guess they were too wary of Nintendo's lawyers. Although uh, Sega and, and since ever since they got out of the hardware uh, game, Sega and Nintendo have been playing nice. Like Sonic's no, shown up in a bunch of. Uh, Sonic is in uh, Super Smash Brothers, for example. You could play him as a playable character. But I think the filmmakers know how protective Nintendo is over their intellectual property ever since the debacle of the Super Mario Brothers movie, which they were ashamed of, and they still are. Yet, despite the fact they were the ones that actually gave the filmmakers the total control needed in order they to do that. They will never do that again, and they will never license Mario ever again for any sort of movie, which is why it hasn't happened. Uh, they'll wait for it. Like, we'll see. This movie is apparently doing really, really well. Yeah, so. we'll see. We'll see. But they would have to... I mean, Bob Hoskins is dead. He can't reprise his role. <laughs> they won't do a sequel. I think it'll probably be, like, some short guy. But, uh, but yeah, so the plot of, of Sonic the Hedgehog is very simple. There's a hedgehog. Uh, there's an evil Dr. Robotnik who's played by Jim Carrey, who we were talking about, who is very good in his role. Uh, Sonic loses his rings. They accidentally wind up in San Francisco for some reason. Actually, the movie starts off with that kind of tired trope where it's like, you know, Already. action is happening. Oh, freeze frame. I bet you're wondering how I got here. That kind of thing. Yeah, and so it turns out that he got here because his rings accidentally got transported to... San Francisco, which is where James Marsden's character is going to transfer as part of the SFPD. Um, that doesn't happen because Sonic teaches James Marsden that like he should stay at home and enjoy what he has. He, he calls James, James Marsden the Donut Lord, which again is why I thought he was Chris Pratt. I thought it was a reference to Star Lord, but it wasn't. It was just uh, just something they, they Am said. Am I alone, folks? Does James Marsden not look like Chris Pratt? He in doesn't any way? at all. It's just like this kind of basic white guy, just like fit white guy kind of look possibly um anyways they make it to san francisco where dr robot and he catches up with them and yeah, he's, he's a small town cop but he finally gets kind of graduated to the uh san francisco police force where he's gonna finally make a difference it's a tired plot this is recycled as as it gets mm -hmm. and uh anyways dr robot right. shows up in san francisco sonic unleashes his full speed where he like basically like everyone station. is frozen Tell while he moves at regular speed but uh, Dr. Robotnik has stolen one of his quills, and he actually can now catch up to him. So they wind up having a big fight that goes all the way across from San Francisco to Paris. Do hedgehogs to have Egypt. quills? I thought that was porcupines. Uh, they're in the same family, yeah. But hedgehogs yeah. have quills, yeah. So they wind up in uh, Paris, France, and then they wind up in somewhere else before they wind up in Egypt. Egypt, yes. Yeah. No, they go. They run across. They run across the Great Wall of China. Oh yes, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. And I think Dr. Robotnik blows up the Sphinx. And I believe that happens, So he, yes. he finishes yeah. the work that Napoleon started during the 1700s. Yeah, that's correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh... Next station is... Florence. 
So this is a very special on-the-road version of our podcast. Um, we're, we're on the tracks, folks. Yeah. But uh, on the whole, the film was pretty fun. I, I enjoyed it for parts of it. Giving it a surprised two and a half stars out of five. Okay, I don't do star writings, but I'll say, like, I can tell it was more geared for kids than the parents that brought their kids to the movie for, like, a good chunk of it. There was one lady who was, like, two rows behind us, just laughing her head off. By the way, we should point out, we went to a 9.35 p.m. There screening. There were no kids at this I'm sorry, there was no kids. There was only adults. We, we us, had a few adults. adult beverages, yep. And the person behind us that was laughing her head off definitely had an adult edible of some kind. Yeah, or something like that. As I leaned over at a certain point to whisper to... Uh, to Kit and uh, former guest of the podcast, Scott Shurick. Friend of the show. Somebody here is high. <laughs> um, I wish it had been me, but... But it wasn't. But, uh, yeah, all in all, fun film. It ends with Sonic restoring the balance, and it ends with a cameo from Tails, spoiler alert, oh, which wait. I was very pleased with, because, like, you need you need Tails. Yeah, well, they're definitely going to do a sequel, I guess. Yeah, apparently it's doing very well, so we'll see what happens. Um, also, I should point out that Sonic wins the movie by using his uh, spin dash attack, which only comes in in Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which was a big game changer for the Sonic the Hedgehog series. I, I, that's the uh, spin dash Sonic is the only Sonic I know, so I was uh, unaware of this. Yeah, in, in the first one he just runs really fast. So with the spin dash in part two, that's that's what he you uses. Rev up his spin. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed there was no supersonic in the film or any chaos emeralds, which I is... I also, there was no blast processing uh, joke. I thought there was going to be for sure. Yeah, I don't think Sega has a good sense of humor about that stuff. If <laughs> they made up a thing that didn't exist and they're not. But everyone believed it. I on my on my uh, Sega. No, I remember in Kids in the Playground used to argue like, no blast processing. That's a thing. I know. Yeah, it's way better. Way better than that. They than... can just they can just produce graphics faster. No, that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, and there was no uh, no reference to Super Sonic, which I thought there was going to be at the end. That's when in in Sonic the Hedgehog Part Two and onwards after he gets. I think 50 rings. He, he goes white. He goes white yeah, and gold, yeah. and it becomes invulnerable. That'll be. The, you got to save some stuff for the sequel. Yeah, and I'm sure in the sequel there'll be also RoboSonic, which shows up at the end of part two as well. And, and Shadow, I'm sure, will make an appearance. Well, I'm sure Knuckles, the chinchilla, will show up uh, show up first. Oh yeah, I forgot about Knuckles. Yeah, yeah. The video game Sonic and Knuckles, which you could put in your older Sonic games, and it would actually become Knuckles games. I was not a I was not a Sega guy. Yeah. Anyways, I think we've talked enough about Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Shout out, shout out to the, uh, like, okay, so the visual effects on Sonic weren't the best. I've seen better. But shout out to the VFX, VFX team. Yeah. Uh, they did a surprisingly fast turnaround. As, as uh, Graham mentioned to me, uh, it's kind of a sweatshop. They don't have unions, uh, mm-hmm. and they get overworked and probably not given good deadlines, especially considering that this was changed after the movie was finished. Much like Cats. Yeah. Um, I know they did the cat. The cat's VFX team did not deserve the ribbing that they got at the Oscars. They at did all. not appreciate that, and I'm I'm on their side. They should have yeah. a union. They should have. Uh, we we st- we stand with our workers. Um, but yeah, like um, I do have to say, like I feel that the Sonic the Hedgehog VFX were true to the character, though. And also, it's like how realistic can you make a blue space hedgehog look? You can't. He looked, I guess, realistic enough. But for some reason, I guess I'm. Um... <laughs> you were expecting like Gollum from Lord of the Rings or I something? No, yeah, I've been. Um, I guess I've been, oh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, just spoiled with the uh, kind of level of visual effects I've seen in movies lately, so this was like a slight step down, but not too... No, it was cartoony, it was for kids, I think it was fine. Yeah, you're, uh, you're right, you're right, I'm making too much of that detail. Yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, I think on the whole we're both pleasantly surprised that Sonic wasn't a, the drag we were afraid it was going to be, and it was... Still it was too tr- long. 
Still too long, but it was char It was definitely charming. An hour and 40 minutes. I mean, that's 20 minutes easily they could have cut Oof. out of there. Yeah, make it, make it an 80-minute movie. It'll, that movie would sing at 80 minutes. Oh, for sure. It would be much better. Mm. Um, but other than that, I think we both enjoyed ourselves. Jim Carrey was, I think, the highlight for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. looking forward to his more work uh, exploring the character of Dr. Robotnik. Especially, Eggman. Especially at the end. There was a nice, like, where uh, Sonic actually called him Eggman at a certain point. So, um, and at the end of the movie, like, um, Jim, Jim Carrey looked like uh, Dr. Robotnik from the video game. From classic, yeah. He grew out his mustache and he shaved his head. Yeah, so, uh, fun movie all around. So, for Death by Video, um... I've been filled. No. Kit. Sorry. And I'm Lil... I mean, Graham. Uh, <laughs> be sure to remind, we'll see you next time. Keep watching awesome movies. Good night. Cheers.